were nurtured and incubated in this community is some, some good stuff. Who, who else besides CrossFit? Um, Santa Cruz bicycles, Santa Cruz uh, skateboards, Santa Cruz snowboards, uh, uh, Santa Cruz guitars. Uh, those are all outstanding products. Why didn't you call it Santa Cruz Fitness? Um, it, it, would, it, it, it would take more work to protect it. But I do own uh, SantaCruzFitness.com. Purchased it from a local uh, physical therapist. Is it just a it, that was going to be the escape vehicle um, if, if the Anthos took over. We were all going to leave CrossFit and go to Santa Cruz Fitness. Santa Cruz Fitness. Yeah, Are you we, recording? We need a carved out. Uh, yeah, thank you. Carved out permission to do so from our lenders. What happened to the Anthos? They got their hands on the trunk club company and then sold it to uh, Nordstrom for three hundred fifty million, or maybe it was a billion. Are they doing anything else? Do you ever hear from I those don't know, guys? But that's pay dirt, you know. Right. Yeah. Hey, you got to read. In, you got to watch Inside Job. You seen that, Eric? Matt? Hmm. No. About the, fi- about the financial collapse in 2008. And uh, to make you an expert on banking like that, it's really, it's, a, it's an easy, easy watch and a good watch. Fun. Inside job. Inside job. Documentary. Produced by... Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's a guy wrote it, filmed it, did it. It's kind of a one-man show, I think. Yeah, came out in 2010. You're cheating over there, aren't you? No, he's, he's definitely cheating. I have no, I have no computer. <laughs> you know, it didn't. It didn't take him long to uh, put that together. Then, it's really a remarkable feat for two years. If you hit play on the trailer, can we all watch it and hear it, Matt? Uh, Eric, um, let's see. Greg, we were downstairs in the gym the other day. You gave a talk to the HQ staff. And one of your opening lines, two sentences in, you said, hey, there needs to be a reorientation of the HQ staff, the trainers, the affiliates, and the public at large. Yeah, I mean, the universe looks like this. Here's everyone in the world. There's, there's our staff. There's the affiliates, their trainers, the 175,000 trainers that are certified by us, and everyone that does CrossFit, and then everyone else. And, and we, need to, uh, we need to make it clear, starting, starting with us, then going to the affiliates, and then going to the 175,000 trainers, and then to all of their clients, everyone that CrossFits in the land, and then finally to the general public that isn't CrossFitting, that we sit in unique possession of a solution so elegant to chronic disease that it may be optimal. The only thing missing is, is, our, is our awareness of, of the fact that that's what's going on. And what is chronic disease? Right, come on. Look it up. <laughs> um, I ask because I've, I've heard you define it in a way that I think is, well, it's, is, is it's relevant got a lot of characters. to the conversation. There's a lot to it. I mean, it's, it's a lookup. Um, do I have that here? Does it need redefining? No. You're, you're happy with the... Well, I think, I think, you know, look, I got a list of chronic conditions for you. I can always read those. Okay. Uh, accelerate, but this doesn't make for good theater, you know? Accelerated biological aging, low VO2 max, sarcopenia, metabolic syndrome, obesity, insulin resistance, prediabetes, type 2 diabetes, uh, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, coronary heart disease, peripheral artery disease, hypertension, stroke, congestive heart failure, 
endothelial dysfunction, arterial dyslipidemia, hemostasis, deep vein thrombosis, cognitive dysfunction, depression and anxiety, osteoporosis, osteoarthritis, balance, bone fracture slash falls, rheumatoid arthritis, colon cancer, breast cancer, endometrial cancer, gestational diabetes, preeclampsia, polycystic ovary syndrome, erectile dysfunction, pain, diverticulitis, constipation, and gallbladder diseases. Those, those 35 chronic conditions are a big part of chronic disease. There's some missing from the list. Addiction should be on there. Um, so the nutritional prescription. And, and, those, and those 35 conditions, um, I've got just under 800 studies uh, supporting the contention that inactivity is the primary cause of each of those. Uh, I think the language is major cause. Let me be. And the nutritional prescription and movement prescription that is CrossFit is the cure to? It's, it's a solution so elegant it may be optimal. And what it'll do is prevent, reverse, cure, treat, pick what you want. And you don't think that the staff at HQ or the affiliates or the trainers are in full comprehension that, that they have that, that that's what they're learning at the L1? Oh, you know, David Osario knows. Um, but unless you're, unless you're focused on, uh, you know, getting into the nitty gritty of, uh, of uh, uh, that journey from, from patient to athlete, um, no, you, you wouldn't be aware. You wouldn't be aware. You know, what percentage of my affiliates have, have, have this experience? I'm going to tell you this. 80% um, of them with 500 members that have been up 10 years. Okay? You, you know, to never see any sick people, you got to do like Mark Twight. you gotta, you got you to gotta ha have no more than 15 or 20 clients. And, uh, and what you have to do is shun anyone who's not fitter than you are. That's what Mark does. You have to be fitter than he is for him to train you. In the beginning, you know, it's forging elite fitness and it's focused on tip of the spear and you got all the Navy SEALs on the main site and you got all these super athletes. Um, I, it was a capture of the, of the fittest. We put up workouts that exceeded the capacity of the fittest human beings on earth because you can't backfill. I can't lead with a program for grandma and then morph that into the grandma program for SEALs. It's easier to make the SEAL program for grandmas. But did you know this all along? Like yeah, oh, fuck yeah, yeah. I, I, I like look. You, I want. I got the best fitness program in the world. I'm going to prove it to the people that think they're the fittest in the world. When did so you've had an obese client or an old client or a client with chronic disease since day one? I've yeah, yeah. I was um, people with uh, challenged uh, family members would bring them to me. So when Alita brings me her 450 pound cousin. Um, at Spa Fitness Center, she knows that I, I might be the only person on earth that can help her. You know, the first session I went out to the car and helped her get to her feet and on her walker and we walked into my office and we sat down and uh, she was sweating and breathing hard and I talked to her for about 30 minutes and uh, then we walked back to the car and I charged for a training session. It was legit. It was fucking legit, man. I put a sweat on her, you know. Only other thing she has to do is, is quit eat not quit on the, the carbs, lunchbox and the carbs. What's this reorientation look like? I know you've been spending a lot of time talking to doctors, going to hospitals. Is, is that the first step to get, you know, 
as you would say, the smartest people no, in the room the, on board? It's, or? it's the harping and the and the collecting and the and that you know we're forming a we're forming a super super potent alliance. Um, the the uh, the potential of the twenty thousand physicians in the CrossFit boxes—that's CrossFitting doctors. The potential of that um, is greater than any any medical community or medical establishment. The Mayo Clinic doesn't have the clout of the twenty thousand CrossFitting physicians. UC San Francisco Medical School doesn't have the clout, the influence, the potential to make the difference that the twenty thousand. Because these are these are twenty thousand doctors that know that. We sit in unique possession of an elegant solution, so elegant it may be optimal to the world's greatest problem. Those doctors know that, and so I'm going around and talking to them. And I, you know, I, there's a the conversation flows like this: I've got a standard set of questions. Um, is your is your message against the grain? And what's the answer? Always yes. Is it is it contrary contrary to what your colleagues believe and what you're taught in school? Yes, it is. Um, do you sometimes sound like you got the tinfoil hat on? Yes. And then my favorite is, do you often feel all alone? And invariably, yes. And then I just learned in Madison, a fifth question is, um, are you ever afraid? And I, and I met two doctors that are afraid. Just tell me, I'm scared, scared. I didn't ask the question. They both told me, and now I know to ask. But I had them tell me aside and said, I'm young, I'm broke, I'm an MD, and if they did to Fetke, what they did to me, what they did to Fetke, I'd be ruined, ruined. And I, you know, as I said, well, then keep your head below the parapet. Be careful, don't get in his position, because uh, what they're going, and you know, what they've been put through was designed to make these other doctors afraid. Do we have a Fetke or a Noakes in the United States, someone who's been through that? No, but you know, they're gearing up for it. Those, that process is, that the silencing of uh, of uh, physicians um, and trainers is is being baked into the Affordable Care Act. Um, it's the goal of Coca Cola. They're leading the initiative, and it's it exercises medicine is all about that. Go look at the Russell's blog. Uh, Eric, let's put a link. Can we do that on the screen to the Fet key when we publish this? Um, yes. You know, it was Green that pointed that out to me. He goes, this is, this is, this is designed to intimidate everyone else. No, because he won't be intimidated. He's not gonna, they're probably not going to convict him. But what he's been through is, is more than most people could stand. He, he's, he's, uh, he's extremely successful. He's an older dude, and he's, and he's financially very comfortable. And, and, he's, and he's brave. And that's, a, that's perfect. You know, he's, he's, he's good at this. But uh, everyone else would be a lesser target. Why aren't the affiliates being inundated with um, with sick people? Like, like. Well, you know, is it a secret? Is yeah. It, is it too yeah. hard? You know, we, had it... a, we had a we had uh, our friends in the food and beverage industry have painted us as dangerous. Um, you know that those people from the Kellen Corporation said we killed people, and then and then spread that. Uh, nationally in New Zealand, and that went international. So, but you know, and, and the other thing is, like, you, you flip on ESPN and you see what's going on there, and that doesn't look like a solution to my grandmother's blood pressure. And so, so there's that. But I'm not overly concerned about any of that. But yeah, we got a little bit of an image issue. I got a little image issue. But, but, what would happen if, uh, if uh, 
when an affiliate forms a relationship with a with one of the docs in the box, and we, we I believe there's no the, the average is uh, seven thousand boxes. I think there's three. Um, I've asked well over a hundred affiliates now how many docs are in your box, and I haven't heard a number lower than three. Okay. And this is you're talking about the United States. When yeah, you say just 7, in the U.S. Okay. Just in the U.S. Um, it was the point of this. Uh, how many doctors we have, and why aren't we being inundated with? Yeah, what would happen when an affiliate forms a relationship with one of these docs who's, who's clinically perfectly aware of, of what it is that the CrossFit stimulus does vis-a-vis -vis your, your health and, and these metabolic conditions? Um, what we need is a, a referral network. I need doctors sending sick people into the, into the, to the gym, just like, just like Fluger does. Are there any others besides Fluger that you know of that are, there, are doing that? Yeah. Well, you know... I met, uh, I met doctors who owned boxes in Louisiana. And so, um, promise me if a doctor owns a box, he's, he's dragging people in there. Yeah, there's one in uh, Texas, J uh, Jason Coop CrossFit Enoch, I believe. Is that Jason Cooper's gym? Is it J I, I'm flinching on the name right now, Jason Cooper. But, the, the guy who's been writing the articles a, for he's us. He's not a doc. He was a, uh, a nurse of he's sorts. A, yeah, he's a nurse. Yeah. But essentially, he brings people in, and it's he's treating them. Black better term. Is is it going to happen? Is it gonna? As much as people know in the world that hey, if you want to be the fittest you can possibly be, do CrossFit. Is it going to be known to the whole world someday? Are we going to cross that point where I, hey? I th I think so, but there's a part of me that doesn't care only because I don't think that way. I set I set the stage for success, and guess what? Fucking ninety percent of the time it happens. That's what I'm doing. Um, but uh, our job, and this is the charter of CrossFit Health, is to promote and protect the best work of the affiliates. And the best work of the affiliates is the reversal and prevention of chronic disease, not sending athletes to the games. And so we'll be there when we spend, what do we spend on the games? Millions. Yeah, 25 million and, and 25 comes back, you know, hopefully. Um, I'd like to do that for chronic disease. I'd like to spend 25 fucking million on it and get, get 20 of it back. You know, I mean, we need, to, we, need to, we need to be in that business, in that space. Those are where the uh, next clients come from. I don't know if you know or not, but we, we've got pretty much gotten all the fit people. And, when it's the, and what, I, what I mean by that is people that we're going to be very active and fit regardless of whether we came around or not. There's are people that were fit long before CrossFit. They're people that have tried everything. These are, you know, we got all of them. They're all, they're all here. We filled, we filled 14,000 boxes with those people. And so we're either going to move on to the rest of the, of the world or we're going to, or we're going to, you know, it's a, it's a, there's a better future if we can resonate and attract 70% um, of the population. See, look at this. You know, if you only work with healthy people, that means that, that that's only that's only thirty percent of the population that is potential client. Seventy percent are going to die from chronic disease. I'd like to have that market. Under your direction, media, the the you know the forward facing part of CrossFit Inc. is is steering the ship to make that known to to reorient the staff, the affiliates, the trainers, and the public at I, large. I feel that and appreciate it. What? can affiliates do to let the world know, to let their client base know, to what do they need to do day in and day out? Well, it, it, you know, first of all, it, 
if you, it, an affiliate is a trainer, and a trainer knows exactly what to do. And it looks like this. I'm in a, we go into a bar in Fargo after a long day of the road in Fargo, North Dakota. And uh, This is your driving home from the games? Yeah. Okay. And uh, uh, we went into this pub, and it was absolutely packed with uh, traffic from Sturgis. Motorcycles everywhere, people. And, uh, man, it was, it was standing room only. And at a, at a table was uh, um, some poor fat bastard sitting there at a five-top, high-top, five-seater all by himself. And Kathy says, let's go sit with him. So uh, we go, hey, do you mind if I join you? And he stands up and says, yes. And we look at each other. And go, okay, we sit down. I don't know what he was intending with that. But uh, regardless, we sat down. We ordered drinks. And I said, what's your name? And it's, it's Mike. And uh, I go, well, thanks, Mike. And we clink glasses. And, uh, he, uh, I said, well, Mike, is this home for you? He goes, no, no, no. I'm here for the pyrotechnics, uh, International Pyrotechnics Convention. And uh, I said, really? And he says, yep. And I go, huh, so you don't live here? He goes, no, no, no. no I drove out here. And I go, where from? He goes, a tiny little town you've never heard of. And I go, try me. He says, Scotts Valley. <laughs> I said, shut the fuck up, Mike Swift. And uh, yeah, and then so I'm like, wow. And it, we, we start talking, and he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a, a nuclear weapons expert. For those of you listening, we're, we're broadcasting now out of Scotts Valley. Yeah. The irony. Okay, sorry. And, uh, and uh, he, I was learning things about nukes and nuclear weapons and risk. And I mean, it was just amazing. But he was a, a senior officer on a, on a, uh, uh, in the Navy. And he, he worked both with uh, uh, nuclear weapons and nuclear reactors extensively. As about as interesting a fellow as you could meet anywhere, right? Well, I, I took a liking to him. Now, let's go back to what I said. There was this fat fucker sitting there at 400 pounds, right? I go, dude, um, I, I can fix what's wrong with you, and we'll do it in Scotts Valley, and, I'll, and I got this hot blonde that's going to take care of you, and we'll bring you into our building, and we'll make all that shit go away because you're going to get diabetes. He goes, I have diabetes. So that's what a trainer does. That's the kind of thing you do. And if you're looking for games athletes, you'll miss that opportunity, you know? So, and, and thanks for reminding me because we've we're got, we got Mike Swift's contact info, and I, I'm going to have Puddin fix him. Jenny. Mm-hmm. Jenny Lau. She fixed Ivan. What's that? She fixed Ivan. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get the Ivan special. And Ivan got married. <laughs> I heard Ivan got married last week. See, he's even yeah, getting he pussy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Lose 100 week, pounds and see your dick and then find someone to play with it. I was um, with you one time and uh, there was a lady at a... Coke. But you, you hear the answer to your question? Yes, yes. What are they going to do? Do that. On the car window. Roll. You're, you're fat. You're going to die. I can help you. I mean, you can even find clients going out to dinner, right? They're, They're everywhere. everywhere. They're everywhere. Greg and I were standing next to a Coca-Cola vending machine once, and this lady walks up, and she gets a giant Coke. And she couldn't figure out how to work the machine quite. <laughs> and we learned later. It wasn't from lack of experience. It was confusion. So Greg goes, that'll give you diabetes. And she turns to Greg, I already have diabetes. <laughs> oh, just like, oh. <laughs> You know what I would like to do? But she and, only drinks one a day, and it was and like Sebi, 64 hours. Oh, Sebi, good. did that happen another time? Uh, at that same soda machine, yes. Yeah. Yes. Jeez. Another yes. person comes up, and, yes. I, and I said, I should stand here with the Coke hat on and give <laughs> tutorials in getting diabetes. There's a vending machine in like Manhattan Beach or something. Yeah. It was crazy. I couldn't believe her response. We looked at each other. It was, it was surreal. 
I already have diabetes. Yeah. It's one of those things like, you know, the camera should always be on. <laughs> yes. Um, shifting gears here. Uh, it's hard. It's hard work, by the way, working with someone like a Mike Swift or Ivan or, you know, I, they're both. Look, I don't. I don't know about Mike, but Ivan was wonderfully cooperative. Um, there's going to be a significant chunk of the, prob- the population that, when confronted with the choice of a long and healthy, fulfilling life and another fucking slice of chocolate cake, they're going to go with the cake. You just that's going to be. That's going to be. Um, what we've done is we've started with the people that never were going to be sick anyways. You know, a lot of them. And then we work with those that were given the wrong information and trying to do the right thing, but got a bum steer. So they're eating the dry bagel and the orange juice and the, and the granola with water instead of milk, you know, and they're just getting sick. So there's, so there's those people. And then there's, then there's the next kind of strata is the people that are uh, uh, just went the wrong way. They were great athletes. They got old. They gained 30 pounds, and they're anxious to get back into it. And then, and then below that, you got these people that are not just complicit in their demise, but fairly well committed to the, to the sedentarism and addicted to carbohydrate. And, you know, we're not going to fix everyone. We're not going to save everyone. What we're running is, is metabolic rehab. And our batting average will be just slightly better than, than other forms of rehab. But, there, but of the, let's say, let's just make up a number here. Look. Suppose one in five are ever going to make a, a substantive long-term change, okay? That's still more people than we have now. Still a much bigger pie than we got now. So our work's not done. Huge. Huge. Our work is not done. I'm an affiliate owner. I have 100 members, and I have none of these guys. All I have are the, 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 the you know, my, my worst-case scenario is someone who's 55 years old who's 30 pounds overweight. And um, as we start changing the perception of what CrossFit is and people see what it really is, um, this cure for chronic disease, how, how many of these, and you're saying that these members are more work, significantly more work, how many members can an affiliate handle? Can you handle 15 clients like this? Can a trainer handle 15 clients like this? I would, I would uh, I'd run groups of sick people where, where, where I had that option. I only got one or two at a time. You know, um, but uh, look, I really like the idea of a, like, like here's my onboarding for the chronically ill. Um, I'm going to get them, I'm going to, I'm going to indoctrinate them on nutrition on a spin bike and they're going to watch movies while spinning. And then we're going to do food logs. Just get them moving. And, and yeah, I'm going to, and I'm going to get, I'm going to get the heart rate up. So I'm going to break the curse. I'm going to break the spell. I'm going to get rid of the sedentarism and I'm going to body slam their blood sugar. And then we're going to begin with what? Squat, dead, press with PVC eventually. Foundational movements. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And it's, it's rewarding as hell, and it works every single fucking time. Every time. And I feel like if you're at an affiliate that really is doing it right, model affiliate, you're going to have your you know, top-tier athletes, for lack of a better term, that are going to help pitch in with these athletes, you know, help show the way new members come in. And that exists already, I think. Um, yeah. I'm looking right now for an email we got um, into customer service. A box is running a class just for cancer people. Cancer Beautiful. That's yeah. great. Beautiful. We got classes being run for, for uh, 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 people that have uh, uh, substance abuse issues. Um, there's a lot going on in the community. Yeah, there's, there's some learning disability classes I've seen affiliates offer, uh, 60 to 80-year-old year classes. 
what's what's your next stop, Greg? I know you're. I you're, go to Nashville for uh, Hospital Corporation of America puts on what I understand to be one of the largest health and medical expos conferences in the world, and I've been asked to speak at this thing. We uh, weren't sure of the why or how and kind of let it be known that I might be the turd in the punch bowl there. And uh, <laughs> the feedback from the invitee was that uh, what he did was he, he let me know that heart disease is the number one cause of death in the United States, and that's because doctors got it wrong. Uh, uh, cancer is the number two cause of death in the United States, and it looks like we've got that wrong invoking Seafried, it seems to me. Third cause of death is uh, uh, medical error. And he goes, that's 100% us, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and and uh, chronic disease is taking seven out of 10 and it's getting worse, not better. Um, our uh, agencies that, that we've uh, uh, spent hundreds of billions, trillions on to protect us um, are going in the wrong direction. And, you know, and he just delineated all these things. And he says, yeah, I, we know who we invited. Come on out and do your thing, you know? So um, I had a guy from the largest pharmaceutical concern in the world. Concern? Yeah, yeah, industry. I'm not, I'm not gonna name the company because he'll get, he'll get rooted out and fucked. Um, but I, I ran across a, a pharmaceutical researcher, um, brilliant young man, uh, all the credentials you could ever hope to have. And uh, he says that there is a solid chunk of people in his community that know that we are right. And that what they are doing at work is a misguided effort. And it's really, it's really neat to see. Um, we, need to, we need to give, you know, I wanna do this, I wanna do this uh, CrossFit Health blog because I, I need a location where the density of the good information is, is, is high and there's no other distractions. You know, uh, the only way you're gonna get an athlete on there is if they're missing some parts or, you know, like it's just a different, different emphasis altogether. Um, is CrossFit a threat to, to, to that status quo, meaning the health industry, or are there plenty of sick people for both of us? Yeah, I mean, as Jeff Kane had said, an outbreak of, of wellness could cripple the disease economy. Um, the same way Napster crippled the uh, the music industry. Did it? I mean, it it, it changed it. it. It changed it for sure. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, I mean, what, what what was that? What was that cool kid that went over to Louis Vuitton's name? Oh, to Barno. Yeah. I forget. He went from Beats to there. Yeah, it's a great move. Um. Right. So, so sorry. Go on. He so said, Jeff yeah, Kane. he said that. I think he said that iTunes shrunk the entire music industry from forty billion to about six. Shrunk it? Yeah. How? Huh. Yeah, just the total sales. Yeah. You don't uh, have to buy the whole album anymore. You just buy one yeah. song. You steal songs. You you know. Hmm. You watch them on Vivo. It's a fraction of what it used to be. Yeah, I mean, I can't even remember the last time I bought an album. Plus, there's also YouTube. Just go on YouTube. Type up the playlist. It's not the doctors who are threatened. It's the pharmaceutical industry, right? Because the doctors will still have plenty of accidents to fix. Sure. Broken legs, sure. people hitting cars, hey, cars. Hey, look, look at all those things that profit from the sickness. Um, Coca-Cola, dialysis, the hospitals. Everyone in the chronic disease game is loving it. 
it's a great time to be a nephrologist or an endocrinologist. I know there's this deal, you're not able to help anyone, but, and that's not entirely true. I don't, I don't need to get notes from those guys. But, 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 I, but you know what? The, the, let's just talk about this. Let's talk about the endocrinologists and nephrologists. They're the smartest guys in medicine, and they're, and they're freaking out. Um, they've, they've always been busy enough, you know? There's no nephrologist or, or endocrinologist that says, man, there's a shortage of diabetics. And uh, none of them want to see, uh, uh, there's no endocrinologist that would like to see five times the current number of endocrinologists, you know? Uh, there's no decent person that likes what's coming down the road. How do you think you'll be received in Nashville? You think it'll go over well? I have no idea, and I also don't care. Do you get nervous? You're basically telling these guys, hey, you're, 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 not, you're not part of the solution? Yeah. Do you use the lifeguard swim coach analogy? Oh yeah, with them? yeah, yeah, yeah. They love it. I mean, that's when I was invited to, uh, you know, to the LSU uh, Grand Rounds. The I said, "What do you want me to talk about?" He said, I "Do that lifeguard swim coach thing. I love that." So I was like, "Okay," <laughs> and I did. You know, it's it's a great example. Hey, I had a doc say to me because you know I got that genetic, kinetic, toxic, and microbic the accidents. Yes, and. Uh, it was cute. I was explaining, well, the one that's toxic really should be poison, but the others end in ick, and so I wanted an ick word. Um, and then there's chronic disease, and so in the, in the four accident buckets, I've got 86%, to, I'm sorry, I've got 14% of the healthcare spend, and, and, uh, and, uh, and the, uh, on the chronic disease side, it's 86% of the, of the spend and only 14% on the accidents. And uh, I was... Uh, Guy says, well, the genetic thing, I think it might be more complicated than you're saying. And I was like, Doc, stop, listen. I go, genetics is really wonderfully analogous to playing poker. There's two elements to your playing poker. There's the fucking cards you dealt, right? And then there's, and there's what you do with those, with those cards. Can you have the worst hand and win, and win the round? Absolutely. Uh, fucking A, you can. Um, it, the, some of that's true to genetics. You know, say you can overcome every genetic disorder. No, but I will tell you this: that um, suppose you had a gene, uh, a, a familial susceptibility to hyperinsulinism, a familial predisposition, even say genetic link to, to alcoholism. What would you do? Well, the key would be to not let those genes express. And it, you know, can I keep? If, suppose there's suppose we discover a gene for alcoholics. I believe there is one. Um, can we prevent it from expressing? Yeah, don't fucking don't drink. drink. It won't yeah. express, yeah. you know? I mean, you know, uh, the, the expression of our genes is, is very, very, very much within our control. There are genes that, you, that, that uh, need to be turned on that are sitting dormant, and they don't turn on until you exercise and eat right. And there's genes that when they flip on, you're going to die, and the thing that flips them on is eating wrong and not exercising. And so it's very much like a, like a poker hand. And, and, and what sense does it make if you get a shitty poker hand to announce to the room, I got the worst fucking hand. This game sucks. That's not what you do, right? It's like getting a king two offsuit and catching a king on the river, you know? Just not going to expose it. <laughs> you have a gambling problem, Matt. I played a time or two. <laughs> By the way, um, everyone should read the article in the uh, Atlantic. Uh, I think it was last summer on the on a slot machines. Absolutely amazing. And did you read it, Seth? 
I refresh weird. me a little bit more. Does something. Now, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it for anyone or give anything away or do it half big. But uh, that is full blown addiction, and the people that make the machines are perfectly aware of it, and they know exactly what to do to feed that addiction. Um, and it, it's. It, it, I think it should be criminal. I would. I would outlaw that shit. I'm a libertarian. They've Great. got. A, they've got a. They've got a, a toxic. Uh, uh, substance and and there's no warning on the on the bottle and there ought to be there ought to be but uh, I want to come back to what is that by the way that addiction it's more chronic disease it's more chronic disease all these willful uh, recursive uh, 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 life-destroying problem grows with time conditions are chronic disease so you're saying chronic disease is self? It is self-inflicted, without a fucking doubt. And it is, it is, it is your fault. We've for a long time been blaming the doctors and blaming the CDC. The doctors are ignorant. The CDC's crooked. Um, but the truth is, is that it's up to you. And, and you know what? Only you can do something about your chronic disease. Your physician can only treat it symptomatically. That's all. And that is not a fix. The docs at LSU like the hammering on the speedometer of a runaway train. Give, give my dad credit for that one. Treating chronic disease symptomatically is like hammering on the speedometer of a runaway train. So you get the hammer out and you pound on it, break the glass, and put the little dial back to zero. And you look out the window <laughs> and you're still going 100 miles an hour. And you go, there, I fixed it. Oh, man. So it's um, uh, beha- uh, bad, bad choices, bad yeah, behavior, Yeah, I got a, bad a little lifestyle. list of things that I've kind of been going through playing is to get people to think about this. Um, the chronic disease is very, very simple. It's... Uh, it's got two fucking causes, man. And it's excessive consumption of refined carbohydrate. Let's start with the worst of it is fructose. And so that would be high fructose corn syrup and sucrose table sugar, which is half fructose. Enemy number one. Enemy number one. Um, and, and sedentarism. So too much refined carbohydrate, excessive consumption of, of carbohydrate, and, uh, and that would have to be refined, high glycemic load, and uh, sedentarism. And so the solution is, is, is get off the couch, get off the carbs, all right? So the problem is very, very simple. Now, what comes from being sedentary and from too much carbohydrate is glycation, oxidative stress, and inflammation. And those things are complicated. Uh, There's there's an amazing amount of biochemistry involved with those three things. And And the politics around denying this simple truth is also very complicated. The uh, derangement itself is, 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 is a complicated and complex thing. Just like when I take a wine glass and throw it on the floor, I get a very complex pattern on the floor from it. And maybe it's even different every time, but it still doesn't, it was very simple what happened, you threw it on the ground. Second point would be it's self-inflicted. Um, both of these things, being sedentary and consuming too much carbohydrate, those are both willful behaviors. You didn't, you didn't accidentally sit on the couch. You willfully sat on the couch. You didn't accidentally have a Coca-Cola. You deliberately have one. So it's self-inflicted behavior. And, and, it's, and it's chronic behaviors that get you the chronic. That's where it's coming from. Um, third point, th- since it's a willful behavior, self-inflicted, that means it's also preventable. By what? By not doing those fucking willful behaviors that got you there. Um, curable. This is an interesting one. I, I, told, I told Fluger, I said, hey, doc, you know, if, if you haven't done any exercise in a year and every meal looks like, looks like you're uh, uh, 
you're uh, eating from the Coca-Cola cafeteria. Um, uh, as soon as you have a, a carb-restricted meal and do two squats, you have removed the root cause of your disease. And the processes that, that create that disease won't come back at that root cause level until tomorrow you don't do squats again or you have another shitty meal. You go back to that. And, and then Fluger says, do you know what that's called when you remove the root cause of a disease? And I said, no, tell me, doc. He says, it's called, it's called a cure. And he goes, that's exactly what it is. That, is. that is what a cure is. And I go, but it doesn't mean you're better. And he says, no, you still have to heal, but you, but you can be cured and then begin the heal, healing process. I, I thought that was interesting. So cure is the, when the behavior changes, you're cured. I, I, think, I think it once. And, uh, you know, our off-the-carbs, off-the-couch approach strikes at the very cause of, of chronic disease rather than addressing the symptom. And that's, that's brand new thinking. That's brand new thinking. The manifestation of chronic disease the uh, 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 physiological uh, uh, changes that, that, that complicate and destroy health. Um, I don't know what I was going to say about that. No, come I, back I, to me. I, I, I had a quick question about yeah. that. Um, off the couch, off the carbs. I've seen, could you expand on off the carbs? Well, I mean, is, it, is it just, I mean, some people take that as just black and white. Eliminate carbs entirely. Well, what does that mean to you if you say eliminate them entirely? Would that mean to you? Would that say, mean the broccoli goes out too? I mean, bro broccoli is a carbohydrate. Yeah, it, and and it's and it's so low density. There's almost none there. Hardly. And so yeah, so a cup and a half of broccoli is like what a teaspoon of rice or something, you know, yeah. or or a, a eighth teaspoon of sugar, right? Yeah. You know, um, it's the high density uh, carbohydrate that is the problem, and it wouldn't make sense to get rid of the. You know, to get rid of, when I say get rid of the carbs, I'm talking, I, and I keep saying high glycemic, high glycemic, high glycemic. Um, you'll, no one ever, ever cut their carbs reducing their broccoli intake. <laughs> that's, that's not how you got fat, and that's not going to get you skinny. Yeah. Cutting your broccoli. Yeah, so if you're already consuming this leafy greens, broccoli, spinach at all, you know, there's no issue there. Yeah, you know, I, I'd, I'd just like to see a diet of meat and vegetables, nuts and seeds. If you're, if you're deranged, that's what you're going to get. And just eliminate starchy carbs? You know, um, Robert Atkins' induction phases of diet was 19 grams of carbohydrate, right? And some foods eliminated entirely. You don't get a tomato, not even at 19 grams. You don't get any fruit, not, at, not even at 19 grams. Um, he's just, that's the door stopped at 19 grams of low glycemic carbohydrate, Okay. So what is that? Uh, two, two and a ninth blocks, right? Yeah. And, and an apple. Uh, you don't get any fruit. No, it's high it's fruit. Yeah, you don't get any fruit. No, it's it's a meat and vegetables deal, and then all the butter and bacon and all that kind of shit you want, and it's ad libitum too. All you can eat, and the first day you do, you eat all you can eat. The second day, uh, you can't eat is all you can eat. <laughs> and the third day, you you're eating like a like a healthy person all of a sudden. You're not going to have a whole chicken and a pound of bacon. I promise you. You might on that first day. You won't on that second day. That's healthy eating. And so, Greg, for the people who are complaining that they have... So, a... let me take this for you. So, okay. that's 19 grams of carbohydrate. Yeah. 
Let's roll forward to the Verta Corporation. I'm a good friend, Sami uh, Inkinen. Um, they're allowing 20 grams a day for people with diabetes, max, and same thing, Watch prohibited out. foods. You know, it's Atkins. And, and when Purdue gave them uh, uh, 400 uh, on-med diabetics to test, they were able to, to get 70% of them off drugs. And I don't figure it was six months. No, it, there's, there's no doubt it works. There's no doubt it works. There's no confusion as to what's causing this. Not at CrossFit, maybe at the CDC. Those sons of bitches, their annual report on, on I don't remember if it was chronic disease or diabetes, but it mentioned uh, 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 saturated fat 43 times, 143 times, and sugar twice. Um, that can only be purchased. That is not, that's not, a, that's no longer, you're not capable anymore of that, calling that an innocent mistake. When was that published? It was just recently. It was 2017. Yeah. 143 fucking times it's on the subject of saturated fat. That will not save one motherfucker's life. Not one. Not one. It'll kill millions. Yeah, and that's the message that's stopping people from hearing our message. I got 20,000 doctors that know damn well what's wrong. And they shouldn't feel alone. They shouldn't feel like they got tinfoil hats on. They should be comfortable with the fact that their, their message is contrarian. What they are is they are 75 years ahead of their colleagues. That's what they are. They're, they're what the best doctors will look like um, when my kids have kids, you know, when they have grandchildren. Long after I'm gone, that current crop, those 20,000 physicians will have been, they're like, they're like fucking doctors that are washing their hands before childbirth, child delivery, versus those that refuse to for so long. You know, that battle wasn't won overnight. Yeah, you had doctors that would wash their hands and had very low uh, uh, infant mortality, and, and you had those that didn't and had high infant mortality. Are you optimistic, Greg? Nah, for CrossFit, I am. Right. The there, no, there's going to be <clears throat> millions and millions of needless deaths. It is, it's, it's coming. We're part of the disease economy, but we're just the, the guys who make people well. Hey. Were it not so fucked up, we wouldn't be sitting here right now. We wouldn't have the resources to pay the rent here or, the, or buy these nice mics or cameras. We, we have what we have because of, uh, because of the impact of what we do. And that impact is tied directly to the, to the prescription. And it, it, you, know, it, you can't sell a diet of meat and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch, no sugar, and, and constantly varied high-intensity functional movement if that's what everyone's doing. So when the, new, when the headline says, you know, uh, Glassman, CrossFit, right, world wrong, um, we're gonna, it, it won't be good for us as a business. We need the ignorance. That's where the sick people come from. That's what we fix. Right. Yeah. We need sick people. We need sick, we and the doctors need sick people the way that the, the narcs need the cartel and the addicts. It's a partnership. Coke makes them sick, uh, uh, and, and, and uh, DeVito will do your dialysis. So I got Warren Buffett making money on that end. And, right. and, the, and if I can pull you off before you get to the dialysis part, I'll make, I'll make a little bit of money getting you off of, out of Warren Buffett's uh, uh, 
and that camp. Is, and that is true. He's double dipping, right? He sells you the Coca Cola. Yeah, he's he, got his uh, Berkshire Hathaway has a controlling interest of uh, Devito or did, you know, unless something happened. And he was also the single largest shareholder of Coca Cola. And he's a big proponent of Coca Cola. He's always talking oh, about. Oh, he is a moron. He carries around a Coke with yeah, him. Yeah, cherry Coke is his thing. Oh yeah, it's every morning. It's for breakfast. Yeah. Same with that lady at the vending machine. Just one Coke a day. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's it. I think I think we've said a lot. I do too. And uh, I could do this again. We can get guests in here. Love to. You mean besides Matt and Eric? Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll just, we get there's room for another person here. We're working. You know, all us stern. Night. There's enormous flexibility. You know, we can have three strippers and a fucking clown in here. Yeah, you know what I mean, it doesn't. I mean, this is the first time we've had a dog in here. Groundbreaking. That is. I two 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 light things on a lighter note. I'd like to follow with. Do you listen to any podcasts? No. You're a serious XM guy. I, uh, yeah. No podcast. So when you roll your. You know what? We drove back from Madison, and I don't think we turned the radio on twice. Just you and Kathy well, just we, talking? We, we did, and every time we turned it on, I asked Kathy to turn it off. Jimmy Letchford was saying the same thing. He's been cruising around in silence. What a beautiful country, man. That was a hell of a ride. Check this out. We drove 2,000 miles without seeing you know, basically any litter at all and not a single bit of graffiti. 2,000 miles, no graffiti, no litter. I was like, I didn't know this America existed. You ain't gonna do that going the southern route. Right. Try and get out of town on the eight, the 10, the yeah, five, you know, like it was crazy. No graffiti, no litter. Not a rude person did we meet once. This is weird, I noticed it right away. You're walking up to Starbucks and a guy's coming out, you're 40 feet away. He stands there and waits the 15 seconds for you to get to the door and take it. They'll say, won't, you know, I, I just, I'll just, look, if you're ancient, if you're young, if you're hot, I'm likely to, Delay a little and wait. You know, you got a walker, your arm's full, I'm gonna help and I'll wait. But for the general public, all I'm gonna give them, I'm not gonna let the door flap them in the face. Like, how many seconds would you give me? In your condition? (laughs) 20, maybe? (laughs) (laughs) I I think that's almost excessive. (laughs) (laughs) But you're saying in the Midwest, or in. in No, they're all waiting. You feel bad. You're hurrying because the guy's like, what is he doing? He's waiting for me because I'm clearly moving towards the Starbucks and he's not going to be rude. How about this? Waitress, total plates. She, the, the, this girl is loaded with food. And so I ask a question. What she do? She stands there just talking to me. Like, and like you know, like she's busy and she's, her arms are full, but she's, she's going she's gonna to talk to me. And she's spitting on someone's food. <laughs> she talks. I love that part. Hey, those are, those are the best Americans. There's people up in the North Country. North Dakota, Minnesota, the Montanans. Uh, the South has those people too. Yeah, there are some there. I guess anywhere off the coast. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, the whole world's a wonderful, wonderful place. Greg, um, <laughs> second thing on a lighter note, uh, I'm an affiliate owner. What, what's some must-read books? It, you, you know, you suggested um, Christofferson's book to me, Tripping Over the Truth, a few months back. It, it yeah, changed you know, my whole you know, perspective. It, one of the things that we're, we're going to do on CrossFit Health is have a, that reading list, that library. And we've, we're collecting now books. Uh, books of these medical refugees. I don't want to, I don't want to start on that title read because I'll leave someone out and it'll hurt someone's feelings. Just one. How about one? Um, you know, look, cause we had so much history with it and it was our first exposure. No, it was not our first exposure to scientific misconduct or fraud or soda influence, but it was a, a very enlightening one. And that was Tim Noakes waterlogged. And, uh, 
everyone ought to go back and read Atkins again. And you know, it's like everyone needs to take their hat off and tip it to that to that guy and and think of of what he went through, the things that were said about him, and you know, even in death. Uh, uh, Bloomberg made some stupid fucking comment about his about him dying from his diet or something. The dude fell on the ice outside his clinic and hit the back of his head and died um, in his in his seventies. You know, let me tell you something that could happen to anybody, anybody. And it was a tragic death of a gifted cardiologist that made an immense contribution to the world's health. You know. The zone. Let's see, I'm doing. I didn't want to do this. Okay, I feel, I'll, um, I'll pull you uh, off it. Weak belly, uh, uh, cancer as a metabolic disease, uh, protein power, the Schwarzbein principle, uh, Richard and Rachel Heller's books. I forgot the name of them. Uh, you know, there's. Uh, How about Dick Johnson's The Fat Switch? Uh, hell yeah, hell yeah, and all Sugar of them. Blues. All of her, Yes, all yes. That boy, talk about that being ahead of its time. You know, that fucking Sugar Blues without giving any support for it, basically lays every disease on sugar. Well, guess what? It's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's damn close, damn close. Um, Travis Christopherson's Tripping Over the Truth is a must read. Uh, you know, in those, it, was it issue 17 or 21, 15, 21, the two, the two diet things, like my contribution to the journal, there's a stack of books there that's good to go. Um, the uh, Endocrine Diet by Calvin Ezrin. That was a great, that's a great book. Um, he's, he's recently deceased, I believe. He was, a, he was a good friend, you know, he was, I got a lot of use out of him. He really, he really did some neat things for some people I was working with that were very sick. Affiliates that aren't, in the second thing, affiliates that aren't making nutrition <clears throat> a cornerstone of their teaching. Is that is that an okay way to run an affiliate? You know, if I got I got some games athletes I hear that are uh, carbon up pretty good, um, uh, an affiliate would would make a mistake to deduce from that that that's health healthy, because uh, because it's not, and uh, I don't I don't look what I know about about nutrition has been buttressed by what I've by what I've read. But my belief in the, in the value of, of or, or the truth of it comes from uh, 30 years with 50 clients. That's what, 1,500 training uh, man years, right? That's a lot. That's a good experience. 50 people, 30 years. And, and it's, it's that that I draw and learn from. And my, I really don't learn a lot of lessons from that uh, 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 one-tenth of one percent that makes it at the games. If so, I would have, you know, I, look, I was there when they all had compression fabric on. And, you, you know, it, like you weren't going to make it to the games without the compression fabric. And you could tell because they all had them on there. You know, when you got to get your squeeze on or you're not going to recover. Thank God those days are past. And my God, what a difference. I can feel it. I mean, really. I mean, I put the <laughs> pants on. I got 10 more pull-ups. They're unfucking believable You got to try them, Greg. I mean, they, every one of them were fucking pushing that shit. I like, just like, I, really? That, what obvious fucking horse shit. The next year it's ice bath, ice bath. You know, all I have to do to go there is 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 abandon one of the most important and basic principles in all of physics, and that is that cold slows reactions down. Okay, you never, no one ever cooled anything down and sped it up except making fucking ice. Right? Um, and but there they were soaking and soaking and the next year there's no bath, no ice bath. No one's doing that. Now it's it's the look at me tape. You know and 
And it's so funny. And it's and you know what I noticed too? The people that go down with drama, they had the most tape on them. And so it's the look at me tape and you know, and tape. A fluorescent. It's what I needed. Pinstriping, you know. <laughs> Fucking hilarious. That'll be gone if it's not already too. Um, Athletes are the most superstitious fucking human beings on earth. They all got lucky socks and rings and the little, you know, fuck all that. I'm not, I don't, I'm not, I don't want to care about, I don't care about superstition. I don't care about fad. I don't really care what, what the games athletes are doing. What I want to do is I want to take someone from can't do Fran period to a 30 minute Fran to a 10 minute to a five minute. And I've done that a lot, a lot. I met a guy from Alabama in the Cayman Islands who went from couldn't do Fran to a uh, like three minute, 10 second Fran wow. at 45 years of age. Wow. Jeez. <clears throat> couldn't do it. How much period. weight loss was there in that? I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to quote, but it was played a huge role. Wonderful, wonderful, brilliant man. You walk in the doors of an affiliate, going back to my question, how soon before the owner of the affiliate or your coach tar- starts talking to you about nutrition? You know, People always talk about, well, I did CrossFit and paleo. and like, no, fuck you. Um, CrossFit has a nutritional element to it. It's not just movement. The nutrition part, and if, I, and if you're going to make me get rid of something, I'm going to get rid of the exercise. Um, the nutrition is the bedrock part of this. And so, so first thing, cut your fucking carbs, and now get up. That's what I need. That's what I told you. If I, I want to get 25 people on bikes and here's the thing, all you have to do is just keep your legs moving. I would like to have remote control of the resistance for the bikes. And I would like to darken the room. And I would put, I'd watch that sugar film. We just to be just movie night. I'd, I'd put all of that media, I'd build a big media kit. And I could have you come in uh, three days a week for six weeks of just, of just indoctrination while pedaling the bike. And I'd know real early who in the team, will, and will, you know, Poke fingers. Let's do. Let's do try, try it anyone see. I mean, let's let's see what's going on here, and I and I don't need to introduce the exercise until I've seen some improvements in blood sugar and gotten a harder you know, the exercise. You know, it's damn near passive, but it's better than nothing. But it is a start. It's a baby step, and I'm imagining someone that is, you know in a near crisis state, marginally ambulatory, uh, uh, metabolically deranged as as can possibly be. You know. I heard some people this year, um, you know, Brooke Wells performed at the games this year. I think it fell 20 places below her performance at the game the previous year. And people were saying that she leaned out too fast, that it was a dietary. I saw Annie Sakamoto show up at the games with a 12-pack, and I knew she was doomed. Just too lean. Doomed, yes. You, can't, you're not, you don't want to get contest, bodybuilding contest prep ready. Um, there, there's weeks and weeks and weeks in prep for that contest and your performance is diminishing it's in free fall and uh i don't know how you let that happen to you i don't know i don't know i don't know do you think there's some obsession with the aesthetic it's the only thing i could really think of i I love annie too much to speculate but i saw it and like oh my god she's fucked you didn't mean specifically Annie, you mean just these athletes no, in general. Like they know they're about speaking. to have ESPN or CBS cameras yeah. on them and they're going to be like, okay. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Annie was never, never really vain. You know, she's, she's, I don't know. I don't know. Because I feel like as an athlete, you've got to know, like if you start, you know, losing, you know, body fat, getting below a certain level, you know, for a guy you know, under five 
got to start seeing decreases. In- you can be training so hard, you're kind of living feeling beat down and you think you're going to recover before the thing starts. And I guess you just slip into feeling so shitty because you do. You, you don't feel well being as lean as she was. Like Ben Smith at the regionals. He thought he'd recover, but he went in with Rabdo. Yeah. Or whatever. That's right. He had to go out and pick out that night, I think. I think a couple days before the regionals, Ben Smith did like Murph in like 160 degree Yeah, heat that's right. With a weight vest. And didn't recover. It's things like that that make me wish I were training again. You do do a little training in Hawaii, don't you? I hear about people. I hear. Yeah, uh, no. I hear you get people in the garage. <laughs> no, but we got. You know, I'm I'm prepared for that now. People just if people want to be trained by you, they just email you at greg at crossfit.com. Yeah, that's all you have to know. Just show up at the house, <laughs> climb the gate, and tap on a window. <laughs> and cl- climb over the baubles. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, one day in Santa Cruz, I knocked on the door, and two guys in uniform were standing there with gym bags. <laughs> like at your house? Fuck? Yeah. I'm like, hey, boys. What is this, an invasion, you know? Like, coach, wow. They're ready to work out. Eric, what's going on? You're scaring me. I love it. All right, Greg, thank you very much. Hey, tomorrow we're going to have Howard Stern in here. That'd be great. All right. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks, Eric. Thanks, Matt.